0: title we are family i'm not going to sing the
1: song but we are family we know how it goes
0: all brothers and sisters with me listen i want us to
1: understand we talked about god's protection now we're going to talk about the family element of being in god It's important that I stress in this season the family element. I'm not talking about us as Christian family, I'm talking about us as family with God. The Christian family thing, we may touch on that, but that's not what I wanna push or teach. I wanna help us understand that we are of the family of God. We're not lost adopted, we're not God's pets or, or, or things of that sort, you understand me? We are, in God's eyes, his flesh and blood, his children, his family. And understanding that God sees us as family, hmm, I can't think of a better word, so I'm going to go with this one. It gives us a different kind of swag. It gives us an understanding. At the same time, it brings a level of humility that helps us to be even more powerful and to walk in God's protection. We are his family, we are his children. We're not accidents. He don't wind up stuck with you and say, oh, well, I might as well keep it. We are his choice and we are his children. And because he sees us as family, there's a treatment that comes with that, that if you begin to receive it, will make your walk in him, in his love, in his protection, in his grace, so much easier say i am a family member in the kingdom of god and I, I, I make this point for a reason are you listening to me if you be honest and search your heart when we have our prayer time or we get in the presence of god and we can feel this presence, we really treat it like we have a guest pass for the day you know we have a pass to pop in and see god and visit and he, he he tolerates us into, oh, it's five o'clock, time for you to get up out of here, we're closing the shop. No, that's not the relationship. When you feel his presence and you feel warm and bubbly, that doesn't mean that now you are in his presence. If you so choose, you're in his presence 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And when you're not in his, he's in yours. Even when you don't feel like you're in His, see, He said, "I will never leave you nor forsake you." There's not a time that you're not in His presence. There are times that you acknowledge it. Let me let me give it to you from a a human perspective. Ever had have uh, no? Let me use something that everybody can relate to. You all have a family member that you love and that you 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 like being around. And you can live in the same house with them. And there's days that you're walking past and you're barely speaking to each other. It don't mean y'all got any beef. It just means, you know, your mind is somewhere, their mind is somewhere, and you're just going about your life. But then there's those moments that you get together and your fellowship and you hang out and you laugh and your joke. And just at that moment, just being with them and being around and you're grateful to be alive. You know, I'm glad you're in my life. But do all those other times, they're still there. You're still part of that family. It's just those moments that you have those special emotional warm moments are treasured. Yes. But please don't believe that when those moments are absent, God is not there and he's not present and you're not in the same family. It's still the same thing. Did that help somebody? You're in his family. And so me and him may be walking around the house that whole day and not really talking like we normally do. But when I do sit down and say, you got a minute? He said, of course I do. And we sit down and we laugh and we joke and we talk and he checks me and I hear it and I give him my opinion. And he tells me sometimes it's great. He tells me sometimes it's dumb. And sometimes I don't like the fact that he told me my opinion is dumb. I might feel a little some kind of way about it, but I know that's my papa and that's how he looked out for me. He checked me like that. It's all so good. And then I go on and just have the rest of my day and it's great. But that, that moment doesn't define your forever relationship. It defines a moment that you took time to have fellowship. So I want you to say this now from a strong place.
0: I am in God's family. He's always present with me. Amen. Amen. So. I want you to go to Hebrews chapter two. and I'm going to start at verse 1.
1: And it says this. We must pay the most careful attention therefore to what we have heard so that we do not drift away. I'm not going to preach on that. I just want that to sit. This is he's giving you a forewarning before he even starts teaching. We must pay careful attention. You know what that means, right? I have to explain that, right? Therefore, to what we have heard or learned, right? All of this stuff we've been doing about protection and everything else, they must be careful that we do not drift away or that we don't forget the truth that we hear. So you, you got the instruction for the beginning of this message, right? You're going to pay careful attention so that after you learn what you learn, it doesn't drift away. Because you know you learn something powerful and an enemy will try the next day to throw something at you to make you forget what you, everything you learned, right? So let's go with this now. For since the message spoken through angels was binding, for since the message spoken through angels was binding, for since the message spoken to angels was binding, and every violation and disobedience received the just punishment, how should we escape if we ignore such a great salvation? Now, I want you to listen to where I'm going, because this is powerful. He lets you know, how can you escape? Don't forget what you learn, because you can't escape. The salvation which was first announced by the Lord was confirmed by those who heard him. God also testified by signs and wonders and various miracles and by gifts of the Holy Spirit distributed according to his will. Now, I heard this message preached. Well, how can you escape the judgment and punishment of God if you ignore such a precious salvation? You know, some people just could turn everything into gods and ogre, right? But no, he's, we're going to see something here. He says, How can you escape if you ignore salvation? How can you escape who? He ain't talking about escaping God, he's talking about life, situations, everything. And we're going to see it. Watch this which he first announced through the Lord and was confirmed to those who heard him. He also testified to signs and wonders and, miraculous and, 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 and miracles and by gifts of the Holy Spirit distributed to his will. So he's letting you know right now, he not only confirmed it through the spoken word of an angel, but he also confirmed it by gifts let's Let's talk about that before we move on. and let me touch on this and make this a very important point. I will call this an anchor point. God confirmed His message by gifts. What are gifts? You can say it out loud, even though I don't hear you. I just want you to make sure you' think about what is a gift Something that you didn't earn that was given to you. That's what you' all said. I, I, I just believe that. Everybody said, Something that was given to you that you didn't earn. Oh, y'all said that, right? Y'all, right? We all, we all agree with, yes? Amen, right? You didn't earn it. It was given to you. It's a gift. Now, let, 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 let's, let's, let's see something here. Let's make sure we're together on this. Do you consider a gift something to be welcome or something
0: to be despised? So how many, how many people say, no, gift can be a bad thing?
1: How many you agree that a gift is a good thing? It's always a good thing, yes? I mean, you don't call something that brings you harm and pain a gift. I've never seen, oh, they gave me the gift of suffering. I've never, I've never heard of that. <laughs> a gift is something that's welcome, right? So he said he confirmed that salvation, as we read on, we're going to see that love giving you something good so when he says how can you escape if you neglect this he's saying i've given you so many good things how can you escape anything any any assault any lie any trick of the devil if you forget the gifts that i've given you The, the miracles which are also good things right you ever heard of a bad miracle I'm bringing this up for a reason because I want us to get out the mindset that God needs to punish you or to do mean things to you to get you right. He said, this is his kindness that leads you to repentance. The scripture clearly says that. So I want us to get out of this. God is the boogeyman. He's out to get you mindset. I just want that dead, okay? God's desire, he said, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health. Well, if that's what God wished for me, don't you try to wish nothing else for me. You can wish what you want for yourself, but God wishes above all things. I guess my prosperity and my health mean a lot to God if he wishes that above all things. I'm just saying, well, let's not make a big deal about that. It's all about it's a. That's your opinion. God's opinion is above all things that I prosper and be in health. Somebody say that. God desires above all things that I prosper and be in health. And watch this. But that spiritual, brother, even as your soul prospers. I don't know what people have against that word, but God wishes it above all things for me. And I wish it above all things for me, too. Amen. And for you, for all of you. Now, so to various miracles, wonders, signs, and gifts of the Holy Spirit distributed according to his will. Let's move on. Verse 5, it is not to angels that he has subjected the world to come about which we are speaking, but there is a place where someone has testified Now, I want you to get this. This is from the Old Testament. We'll we'll go into that, but I want you to get this. He's making a distinction. This wasn't something assigned for angels. He didn't lay this up for them. This is something specifically, it's not the angels that he's subject to this world to come. It's not for them. But there's a place where someone has said he didn't even know the scripture when he quoted it, but he knew it was in there. See, so it's okay to say, I know the Bible says such and such as long as, you, as long as you know it's there. He didn't, look, even the writer didn't even know where it was. He just knew it somewhere in the scripture. He says somewhere it says, what is mankind that you are mindful of them and the son of man that you care for him? Now, I want you to understand this. This is a conversation between God and who, the angels? I don't know where did the conversation come from? I'm guessing it's between God and angels. And the angels, are you listening to me? Because it just started saying, this isn't for the angels. This is for men. That the angels are sitting up there going like to God like, what is it about them that you care about them so much? You know, see, because people, people teach you, you know, you're going to die and become an angel. I remember touched by angels, everybody was dying. So when you become an angel, I'm like, well, that's a demotion. That's a demotion. If you die and become an angel, that's a demotion. You're gonna been stepped down to a servant. How are you gonna go be from the children to be in the butler? How, how does that even make sense? This is, people can be so stupid with some of the stuff they believe, right? No, when you die, you're above the angels now. This is what the scripture's saying, and the angel is saying, "Wait, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. What is about them?" Because the angel understood that if they stepped out of line, they got cast into the pit. The whole third of them did. And we don't know how many billions that may have been.
0: But man, you just love them and forgive them and
1: create a savior and keep taking them in your arms and keep holding them up. These funky little stinking, not even powerful creatures like us that can't even roam between heaven and earth. They just stuck down there on that planet. And here you go. God said, oh, they can roam between heaven and earth. They just don't do what they flesh. If they stay in the spirit, they can roam up here all day, every day. This is where the power comes from. But I gave them dominion on earth and they draw power from here. Oh, come on now. So the angels are asking, what is this about him that you are mindful of him? Watch this. What is mankind that you are mindful of him? And the son of man that you care for him. You made him a little lower than the angel. Stop. Now, if you put this, if you take that, and I have a a, 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 um, a concordance in between my verses. This is a retranslation of the word. Because if you look next to if you have that in your Bible and you have the little note, it says, and you made him a little lower than Elohim. The gutless translator said you made him a little lower than angels and crowned him with honor and glory. First of all, angels are not crowned with honor and glory. So you can't be below an angel and be crowned with honor and glory. Let's keep it straight. But the word says you made him a little lower and in the the margin it says than Elohim. How they translated Elohim to angels, I'll never understand. Do you know who Elohim is? That's God Almighty. So he said, the real language says, and you made him a little lower than God, than yourself. What is it about man that you are mindful of him and the Son of Man that you visit him and made him a little lower than you
0: and crowned him with glory and honor and put everything under his feet? That's, uh, if If
1: you get a Bible with a, a cross reference or concordance in it or look it up online, That word angels is Elohim, which is not
0: translated angels. What is man? The angels asking the question that you care for him and you made him a little lower than yourself, and crowned him with honor and glory, and put everything under their feet. Here we go. I'm
1: about to bust some religious garbage wide open and set you free in a way that you've never been set free before. Well, I was able to do this, brother. Watch yourself. All glory goes to God. You better be careful to give God the glory. Haven't you heard that your whole life? Mm -mm. Like God's in in heaven going, oh my God, did he say my name? And uh, oh, ah, they didn't mention me. Like God is really that intimidated and feeble. Watch this. What is man? He's talking to God that you are mindful of him and the son of man
0: that you made him just a little lower than you And you crowned him with what? You crowned him with what? Who was crowned with that? He's saying you crowned yourself.
1: Who's crowned with that? Come on, point to yourself.
0: Who was crowned with that? Glory and honor. Who? 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 You!
1: If you made in the image of God and the likeness of God, he had to crown you with glory and honor, you not be in his image and likeness. It would make absolutely no sense. You don't go around boasting and seeking your own glory, but you have been made in this image and likeness and you have been crowned with glory. So people say, no, 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 all the glory go to God. And you say to them, yep, and he shares it with me. It does, all the glory to God and he shares it with me. Does that make some of you feel a little uncomfortable? need to say it a couple of times so you get it in your spirit. All glory and honor belongs to the Lord, but he shares it with me.
0: Did that make some of you feel a little bit stronger right now? It all belongs to God, but he shares
1: it with me. I'm a happy recipient. I take all of it. I'm not letting anybody talk down to me anymore or tell me, you ain't got a right to claim that. You ain't got a right to say that. You know, you a little arrogant, you a little cocky. Well, yeah, I get it from my daddy. You know, you you know, you think a little high about yourself. Well, yeah, you know, like my
0: daddy. You think you run everything. Well, yeah, I guess I get that from my daddy too. <laughs> Listen, you think you know everything. Well, yeah, I get it from my father.
1: He knows everything, and he says, if I seek him for his wisdom, I'll know everything, or things that pertain to God and life and godliness. He has them all things, so that means I have them because I'm just a little lower than
0: him, just a little lower than him. I could teach you on this verse alone for the rest of the day, but let's keep going. So I'm going to read this again. What are you?
1: Starting at the the beginning of that, I mean, in, in, in verse five, where they start to speak this, what are you? All of you, I would say it like this, who am I that you are mindful? See, that's what he was trying to sing. I'm a friend of God, and I'm a friend of God doesn't touch it, because this is not talking about being his friend. This is talking about him making me just a little bit low and giving me all and glory and making me his equal, his child. You don't understand that. I,
0: <sighs> I get flack from saying this, but I say it anyway. I don't care. Dogs give birth to cats, give birth to cats, horses give birth to horses, God gives birth to. I'm gonna leave it right there. I'm his child, I'm his child.
1: I can't be something less. I'm his child.
0: Somebody say, I'm his child. He can't get br- he can't get birth to nothing else Who are you? Who am I? Who are we? That he is mindful of us? And he cares for us and made us a little lower than Elohim, and crowned me with glory and honor and put some things under my feet. Is that what it says? Yeah, I see some of you shaking your head, yes. You ain't even reading, you're just listening to me. And put some things under my feet. What does it say? Everything. I said something, I saw a couple of you shake your head I'm
1: like, your Negroes ain't even reading the word Look, read the word, don't listen to me And put everything And here's
0: what everything means Nothing is left out Bible put down time,
1: one more time, here we go Let's bring it on home I don't know if I'm going to do much more than this God, I want to overload
0: you Mindful of you, that means he's thinking about you, right? Yes? No, God's mindful of you, right? That's what he's asking. Why you think about him?
1: Why you care? Let me see if I get the phrases right here. Why do you care about him? You made him a little bit lower than yourself. You crowned him. I'm sorry, I skipped the word crown. What's the
0: what's the de- definition of putting a crown on someone? Royalty, kings
1: and queens. I don't know why I skipped that. I'm so sorry. Forgive me, Lord. Forgive me.
0: Made you a little lower than God. Put a crown on you. Gave you honor and glory, and put
1: everything under your feet. Okay. But sometimes you know he allows the enemy to attack you that you can learn the blah blah, 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 blah,
0: blah, 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 blah.
1: How can you put something under my feet and then turn around and give the thing under my feet permission to do anything to me?
0: Listen, let's just use it in natural terms. If I am the boss and
1: you all work for me, how can you have authority to fire me?
0: Or tell me what to do. I'm the boss. And none of y'all are under my feet.
1: You're just under my jurisdiction. Under your feet is a spiritual position And all control is there. That's why Jesus said he would bruise his, it's about Jesus, the devil would bruise his heel, but he would bruise his head. What does that represent? You're going to bite my heel because that's where your face is going to be, right under my foot. So with that said, the enemy is under our feet. We sing these little stupid songs, but we don't even believe or understand the, the, the power of that. He does. He's under you. If, if the enemy's hurting you in any way, it should just be your heel. You should have a little little foot pain, but you're, the rest of you should be solid because you should be standing in his face. I know we got to fight the devil. We got to resist him.
0: No, you just keep your head on. Get your foot on him. He's under you. Now listen to the power of this. Take a moment right now and reflect about your own life
1: and see if you can identify some things that maybe have gotten out from under your feet and been standing toe to toe and face to face with you. And ask yourself based on this, why is it there? Who gave that thing a right to stand toe to toe and face to face with you? Who gave that that problem the right to control you like that? Who who, who gave that? Because now that we know it wasn't God, because it just said he puts everything under your feet, everything, everything. We saw everything. So if anything isn't, how to get there? Now this is not a beat yourself up moment. This is about just we're just getting a house in order. We're just going to stop the enemy from lying to us and deceiving us and trying to convince us that we are second class citizens on the earth and the angels and the demons and, and and him have power and then we're third rank. It's not the case. All things. That's why he couldn't say little lower than angels, why it makes no sense, even in the translation. If we were made a little lower than angels, then how can all things be under our feet? All things are under our feet. That would include the angels. All things.
0: No, I think things through. That's why God liked me. All things under our feet. Saying that leaves out nothing.
1: Say, it leaves out nothing. All things were put under my feet. Now, saints, it may take you a while to begin to walk that out. But does not make it less of a reality? He's giving you power and dominion and put all things under your feet. But the first part of this is what makes
0: that more powerful. Because he's mindful of you, because he cares about you.
1: This is why he gave you that glory and honor and put all things under your feet. Not for the sake of just giving you power, but because he cares about you, because he thinks about you, because you're on his mind all the time and he cares about you. Are you listening to me? I know we don't have him on our mind all the time but he has us on his all the time. And as a result of that, he put all things under your feet. So even when you don't have them on your mind, if you understand your authority, all things are still under your feet. I've been hanging around and it's it's become kind of normal. It's not a big deal. It's not something to brag about. It's a small thing, but it's the beginning. And I've been in the car with people and they've gotten used to me if it's pouring down raining, me saying what I've taught you guys. I will say, I rebuke your rain in Jesus name, go away. I don't, I, don't, I don't play those games anymore with anything, sickness or anything. I say, God, you love me and you care about me. And you don't want me in an accident and I can't see. And if you would be so kind, uh, thank you for the authority and rain, you need to go somewhere. You need to get out of here. You can finish later if you need to, but right now I need to get home and you need to go away. And without, a few of you are on this call with me right now to bend in the car and see me do that. And it just stopped, dead stop. And I've even said on days that we have to go out or whatever, for the church and everything, it's supposed to be storming and raining. You can storm and rain tomorrow. But today, cloud, sky, I need you to line up with me here because we got some stuff we want to do. And boom, boom. Never forget when we was um, in, uh, Angela and I were in uh, um, Vegas. We had booked a helicopter trip. And they were talking about they were going to cancel because the winds were real bad and the storm was coming and all this stuff was happening. And so they were saying, we're going to have to probably cancel this trip and as we were on our way to the place i said no we want to take a helicopter ride and skies you're going to just need to clear up now this is not a boast this is recognizing the authority that he's given us all things under our feet i just practice it don't get mad at me because you don't and i said uh, now again none of that loud bolsterous stuff i just said skies I don't like to yell at the things like the elements in the situations and speak at things and yell at them and cuss at them and tell them, in Jesus name, I take authority over you like they're the enemy. The sky is not the enemy. The sky is a beautiful thing. God made it. I'm going to talk to it nice. You catch more flies with honey than with salt? Listen, I'm going to speak to the sky and the wind and the rain. I'm going to speak to it with respect. I respect you. You got a lot of power and all that. But today I need you to, to work with me. See, I'm just giving you something to work with. You can do what you want to do. This is my flow. It works for me. And I said on the way that, well, Sky, I'm going to need you to act right tonight because I want to get my helicopter ride. I never had one. And we got there. And as we pulled into the place, the wind just died down. And it says, great. It's fine. We took our ride. But that's not what hit me and this is what you'll need to understand about your dominion that i want to leave with you today you ready god cares for you he's mindful of you he's thinking about you Loves you gave you glory and honor crowned you put a crown on your head for what what do you have a crown for because there's a kingdom you're supposed to rule and there's a people That's supposed to be. I don't mean, I didn't say boss around. That's not, that's a wicked king. The Bible makes that very clear. A good king takes care of his people. A good queen takes care of their people. They don't use their people for their own benefit. They use their position to be a blessing to others. Are you listening close to what I'm saying right now? A real king and a real queen, an honorable king and queen, according to the scripture, looks out and cares for the people They put the people first and they take care of the people and they make decisions for the benefit of the people, not for themselves, not like this crooked political system we have here in America. Now
0: with that said, now with that said, I spoke something into the air for the night. After we finished our ride, we decided to
1: walk back. And as we were walking back to our, um, was in the hotel, villas, whatever it was, I'm hearing. It took a minute for it to click, but I'm hearing one helicopter after another passing over my head. And I said, because I spoke that, everybody was able to enjoy their rides tonight. Because I spoke that, everybody benefited. I said, Angela, look at the sky. Do you realize how many helicopters have passed? Because I stood in my authority. Many were blessed. Others were blessed. Because I walked in the realm realm I'm supposed to walk in. It gave other people in that kingdom a chance to be prosperous. If you really want to see God move, then you have to think like family. God's family looks out for one another. We care about one another. We love for one another. We don't keep praying just for stuff to bless our lives. But the opportunity, somebody said to me yesterday, well, I think it's ridiculous that you're saying you're billion because, you know, why would anybody need that much money? I said, well, you clearly don't because you're selfish and you don't have anybody on your mind but you. So you clearly shouldn't have anything like that. But somebody who has that, who has the right heart, can be a blessing. I was able to give cars to people and bless people with this and pay rent and do stuff like that with what I have. Imagine what I could do if I had so much more. This is why God has put me and putting me in these positions because He knows that I'm going to be a distributor of His gifts and His blessings. And even something as simple as me praying for, I just say, make it nice for me so I can rise I said, for the night, you need to clear up. And I spoke that with that. The understanding that we just don't want a bad night. People out here having a good time. I didn't even think about the rest of the helicopters. I mean, they were going. And I was like, wow, God, I was able to make that possible because I spoke in the authority that you gave me by putting all things under my feet. We're going to walk through this. We're going to understand this. You know, you're protected now. But now I want you to know that you are his family. And as his family, we're supposed to be a representation of the father. The scripture says that. We're going to go through some of that. We represent him. We, and so the world should look at you and me and go, wow. Thank God for you. Well, that's my daddy. That's what we do. And that's the heart of God. And we're going to see more of that growing out of us. Amen? because we've been put here to be that example. So your family, stop acting like whining, little slivering, trying to get your own knees. mad. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm decreeing today and I'm speaking, I'm releasing over all of us that we get free from that phase of life, free from that thought of being the one in suffering that always needs help and be delivered. We are here to be deliverers, not to be delivered. We're already delivered we already redeemed, we already crowned, we already blessed, we already showed us through miracles and, and, and spiritual gifts. We have all things under our feet. We will crowned with glory and honor. We step up now from that peasant place. We rise up to a place of power and dominion and gratitude and say, God, we're ready. Show us how we can be used to be a blessing to the people
0: in Jesus' name. Let me leave this with you. Stop watching this news.
1: Just stop. It's poisonous. I don't want to hear about Trump. I don't want to hear about none of these politicians. They're all evil. Republicans, Democrats, just that old saying, uh, wood tick, dog tick, politic, or parasites. I don't trust none of them. None of them. I don't lean to anybody's side. Let God be true and every man a liar. I don't trust any of them. I'm not not against people. But the system that they have to submit to, to win, is crooked and twisted. And I've seen people get into politics with the best of intentions. But in order to go up that ladder, you got to sell your soul and play that game. And that's why I say to people, you can't be on those levels. I'm throw Kanye up for a minute. You can't be on those levels and not talk the way they want you to talk. You're free to say all that stuff however you want to say when nobody knew you. But once you got big enough to be in that inner circle of billionaires, there's a conduct they expect of you, and there's a be. Then Dave Chappelle say it, and he walked away from it. He said I'm not willing to be that rich then. If being that rich means I have to sell my soul to that degree, I'm not willing to do it. And once you start playing their game their way, it's real easy to forget who you are. You're no longer the authority. And I'm not saying God can't elevate you there, but you can't do it through the world system. We are his family, God's family. And we can't become the world's family. And you can't serve two masters. For you love one and despise the other. So as God begins to increase us, and he already is, and we see it, as God begins and continues to increase us, do not get caught into the system and start to believe that you're under somebody else's feet or somebody else's control. You should always remember that they're under your feet and you're under the control of God. And if you never lose that, you can go all the way. And the further up you get, the more temptation the enemy will put in front of you to veer off course. Everybody here is called to be blessed and prosperous,
0: but you can't play the game.
1: You need to know whose family you're from, and you don't waver.
0: Amen? Love you, family.